Hey, Fresh Capital listeners. Welcome to our Simple Sprouts series. We're tired of long, overcomplicated explanations of things in business and investing. So every week, we pick an investing or business concept and explain it in a refreshingly simple way. The challenge? To do it in five minutes or less. Let's get started. What is space investing? Space investing is one of the fastest growing and most exciting industries. Over $400 billion is generated from space activities. And the surprising secret is that 95% of that revenue relates to goods or services produced in space for use on Earth. That's right, most of the space economy is about products here on Earth rather than exploring the galaxy. So to help understand the space industry, we're going to dive into the fast-growing segments of space. First, space tourism. Last year, Blue Origin and Virgin Galactic launched their respective founders into orbit, where they viewed the Earth and experienced several minutes of weightlessness. Both companies are pioneering space tourism. Virgin Galactic has more than 600 reservations and $80 million in deposits. Tickets cost about $450,000 each. The innovation that makes space tourism possible is a reusable spacecraft that significantly cuts down the resources, costs, and time involved with launching people into space. The hefty price tag comes with an astronaut goodie bag that contains collectibles as well as luxurious pre- and post-departure dining experiences. It's safe to say that space tourism is still inaccessible to most, but the industry developing will cause costs to go down and a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience may get more affordable. The second major industry for space is the Internet of Things, or IoT. Morgan Stanley estimates that satellite broadband will represent over 50% of the projected growth of the global space economy by 2040. Launching satellites that offer broadband internet will drive down the cost of data, just as more and more devices in the world are becoming digitized. Put simply, as the cost of launching satellites decrease, more satellites will be put into space. The more satellites, the cheaper your data plans. This explains why your mobile phone plan may cost a similar amount to your mobile phone plan years ago, but you receive much greater data allowances. This is a game changer because it's the necessary infrastructure for humans to use more data-intensive devices. Think self-driving cars that need to process data from the dozens of cameras and sensors it contains. Virtual reality is much more intensive than the data processed by Xbox or PlayStation. And artificial intelligence across businesses runs on huge streams of data, but it has to be affordable. Currently, the cost to launch a satellite has dropped to about 60 million from 200 million because of the use of reusable rockets, and it has the potential to go as low as 5 million. Satellites are getting mass-produced, which are also decreasing its cost, What once used to cost $500 million to create a satellite may drop as low as $500,000. 
It's estimated that in the foreseeable future, the per megabyte cost of wireless data will be less than 1% of today. That's a huge opportunity for any data business. Finally, a third major segment is Earth observation. This segment is one of the classic use cases for satellites in space. Observing the Earth to support GPS and navigation, weather prediction and even defence capabilities by spying on other nations. The lowering of launch costs and miniaturization of satellite technology makes it an exciting time to invest in satellite imagery. One of the main business cases is environmental monitoring. Farmers and governments are increasingly using satellite images to study land for agricultural use or monitoring soil erosion and pollution. Satellites can even be used to track herds of cattle for farmers so they know which plot of land they're grazing in or to locate strays that wander off. Another key business case for Earth observation is reconnaissance and security. With recent events in Ukraine, satellite images are a critical service for countries to understand the situation better. Not only that, in domestic settings, floods and bushfires also require satellite images to understand the impact or potential impact of these disasters on a community. So now we know what space investing is, but how does one invest in space stocks? Generally, there are two types of space companies, legacy ones such as Boeing, Lockheed Martin and Raytheon, and then there's the so-called new space companies like Rocket Lab, Virgin Galactic and Spire. Investing in a legacy space company stock is a bit like investing in an ETF. It gives you some exposure to developments in space while also exposing you to more traditional markets. It hedges your bets. For example, Boeing stock price is driven by several sectors like commercial aircraft, defense, national security, as well as space. During the COVID-19 pandemic, Boeing's commercial air transport was hit hard, but US defense budget spending also increased which gives an investor a mixed exposure to space and other economic factors. On the other hand, in new space enterprises, the risk is almost all concentrated in the space industry. Virgin Galactic's share price, for instance, rises and falls based almost solely on the market expectations for space tourism. This makes it susceptible to underwhelming results, such as only selling 100 additional seats after founder Richard Branson was flown into space. So that's space investing. It's an exciting and growing industry with a lot of diversity for its future applications. But the common thread is that the best space innovations are for use here on Earth. That's this week's Simple Sprouts episode. Send us an email if there's a concept you want explained simply. Look in our show notes and leave a review. Thanks again, and we'll see you on Sunday for our weekly company breakdown.